Welcome back to another episode of Mindful Habits. I'm your host, Ron Verrigan, and the purpose of this podcast is to help you live more mindfully. Now, I believe that the point of mindfulness is not just about building a strong meditation habit, but it's also about establishing a series of mindful habits that enables us to respond mindfully to what's happening in the world around us and intentionally move us toward our goals. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about the five habits for the mind. Now, let's begin by taking a mindfulness moment. I'd like to invite you to take a few deep breaths. Shift your attention from whatever you're doing prior to this and give yourself this gift of this moment of calm. Relax your shoulders and then clench your jaw and follow your breath in and out. Do your best to release whatever stress you might be holding. Tune into your heart and take a moment to be grateful during these challenging times and become fully present. Welcome back. Now, before we jump in to, into uh, today's episode, I want to talk about the Work-Life Balance Handbook. Now, I created this handbook with my good friend and business partner, Tony Profilio. Now inside this 24 page PDF, you know, we cover a couple really kind of exciting things. Three secrets of achieving work-life balance. We do a deep dive into the seven areas of focus. I'll give you a wheel of life, uh, a blank template for completing your own self-assessment and uh, suggestions on over a hundred mindful habits uh, and all associated into the seven areas of focus. Now, if you're interested in downloading this free resource, head over to worklifehandbook.com uh, that's W-O-R-K-L-I-F-E-H-A-N-D-B-O-O-K.com to learn more. So this thing called work-life balance. So in the last few episodes, we've been talking about uh, work-life balance. You know, I shared the three secrets of work-life balance, the five roadblocks that prevents people from achieving this, you know, this work-life balance thing. Done an overview of the seven areas of work-life balance. So we talked about the mind, the body, emotions, work, money, relationships, and fun. And I thought it'd be interesting, you know, in the next few episodes, we can explore each of the seven areas and kind of, you know, kind of share suggestions on how you might be able to uh, apply it for, in your life. And today we're going to talk about the, my top five habit recommendations for the mind. Now, just as, you know, habits for the mind, or even, you know, if you take a look into these areas, uh, we don't do habits for the sake of habits, right? So we do habits to improve our lives. So as we explore, you know, this particular area, uh, your homework that I'm going to ask you at the end is, you know, you, get, you know, you know, there's there's lots of things that I'm going to be covering off, but I want you to get clear on what your objective is, because that's really the, any sort of habit, you know, what are you trying to accomplish, right? So get clear on your goal, your objective. Second, you want to identify the habits that are going to move you toward that goal, right? So once again, we don't do habits for the sake of habits. We do them to achieve a particular goal. And third, I'm going to ask you to experiment. Uh, you know, these are habits. These are the ones that work for me. They may or may not work for you. you got to kind of experiment with the various habits until you discover what works for you.
Okay, so with that in mind, let's talk about the mind. When you think about the objective for the mind, you know, are you trying to be more self-aware? Or maybe you try, you know, improving the quality of your thoughts. Maybe you're trying to, you know, quiet the, the inner critic. Uh, maybe you're trying to increase a skill, be more creative, be more focused, move into states of flow. There's a lot of areas that you can explore with the mind. When I take a, you know, take a look at my journey over the last, you know, 30, 30 odd years doing this, uh, my first objective was really to be more happy. You know, I just wanted to be happier, <laughs> right? One I kind of really kind of narrowed in on was, you know, developing a positive mindset. Uh, and this is really, you know, what I've kind of learned is, you know, this, we have to overcome our negativity bias, right? 90% of what we're bombarded with is negativity within the world. And we really, you know, if you really want to be happier, you really got to, you know, train this negativity bias and kind of, you know, intentionally pivot from a negative focus to a positive focus, right? And that was really my first habit. You know, how, did, how do I go about training my brain to look at what's working in the world? And the, the ideal ratio you're looking for is kind of a three to one, three positive thoughts for every negative one. And I really didn't have a habit formula for this other than just being mindful throughout the day and kind of noticing, oh, that was negative and intentionally kind of, you know, turning my head to what was working. But if you're looking for like a, a just a, a really kind of quick fix from a, from a gratitude uh, or a happier um, uh, perspective is a gratitude practice. Now, if you just do this once a week, uh, identifying five things that are going well within your life, studies show that this will make you 25% happier of the, those that don't practice a gratitude practice. And it's a great way to you know, shift that focus uh, from what's, what's not working to what is working. So my first habit recommendation is a regular gratitude practice. Now, my second objective was to be smarter, right? I wanted to, uh, you know, you know, learn a lot of different things. Really, kind of do this. You got to shift from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. Now, I really didn't like school. <laughs> my my love of learning didn't really start till after I graduated. Um, and that was really because I could pick and choose the topics that I wanted to go in to learn uh, instead of being told what to learn. I know I really objected to being, you know, yes, there were some interesting courses, but the, some of the other stuff I just wasn't interested in at all. And until I actually, you know, could control my own learning, that's when I really uh, dove in. The second habit that I recommend is some sort of read or study <laughs> habit. Now reading, I do, I read for fun and this can really kind of help you from a creativity perspective. Some like I read sci-fi and fantasy books and it's amazing the, um, the, these parallels of insights that you can get just from reading, you know, reading for fun. Uh, but the other aspect of it is studying. So I study real books. So I, I get I get hard covers when I can, and uh, it drives my family nuts. But I, you know I draw, I write, I put notes, I underline, <laughs> I make all these notes in my books. Lean in and study the material. Uh, so that's really kind of the second habit to you know get some sort of reading or studying within your life. Now the th my third objective was to be more focused. This third step is really about overcoming distractions. Now there is a number of things that you can do to eliminate distractions and I'll probably do a podcast on that but it's not really a, a you know because once you do them you're kind of done. But but what does happen and this is the, the habit aspect is 
because there's kind of so much kind of going on in your life, these distractions can ease their way back into your life. So you might just do a you know complete distraction, you know, eliminate social media, your messages, your notifications. You can do all that stuff, but all of a sudden, you know, you download this app, and all of a sudden, it's sending you new notifications, or you're getting distracted with this game, or or whatever, or whatever that's happening within your life or the news. So basically, the third habit that I recommend is to install a weekly habit to ensure. You know, just kind of review, hey, did any distractions ease their way back into my life? Right. So that's my third recommendation. Now, my fourth and fifth objective was what I call mind the gap. And this is really two parts. So there's widen the gap and close the gap. So let's look at the first one. So widen the gap. So this is that inspired by that quote. You've probably heard me say this a couple times, but uh, between stimulus response, there is a space. In that space is the power to choose our response, and in our response lies our growth and our freedom. And this is a quote by Viktor Frankl. And you know the whole t- idea of widening the gap is widen the gap between stimulus and response, right? So this led me to you know learn a lot about how the mind works, to study things like NLP, hypnosis, mindfulness. And my fourth recommendation, uh, uh, habit recommendation, is a regular meditation habit. This, uh, you know, really kind of calm, calms the mind. It increases focus. There's a lot of benefits that you can get from this, and so I highly recommend uh, that you lean into that. Now, that my my final one is the second part of the mind gap, which is close the gap. And this means closing the gap between where you are today and what you are capable. Now, the amazing thing with this one is there's really no limit to what you're capable capable of achieving. So, you know, you, you know, other than what's within your mind. So there's a, you know, kind of a ceiling what that that you, that you have. And then once you achieve it, it's like, oh, you realize that the ceiling's just moved higher. And that, that's what I mean by closing the gap. There's this constant journey of, of you know, kind of personal mastery. The way you kind of increase that is to review your goals and you know set your weekly and daily priorities to achieve your goals. So uh, obviously, to have a habit of reviewing your goals means you have to spend some time to create some goals and, and figure out what you want to accomplish within your life and uh, you know within this particular area or just kind of an overall. Uh, so that fifth habit is review your goals on a regular basis. Your homework. So once again, you don't do habits for the sake of habits, you do them to improve your life. So so step number one, what's the objective? You know, in this case, what's the objective for the mind? Do you want to calm that inner critic? Do you want to be more focused? Do you want to be happier? Do you want to be smarter or more creative? You know, choose an objective. Now, step two, identify the habits that you want, you know, that would move you toward that objective. The five that I covered here today are, you know, a gratitude practice, some sort of reader studying, distraction management, some, some, something that's ongoing, uh, a meditation habit, and, you know, reviewing your goals and setting weekly priorities. Uh, step three, pick one and experiment with one habit. So these are the mine. What is, what's yours? What's your way? Uh, don't try to improve all areas of your life, you know, uh, kind of install... Uh, and don't try to install all these habits at the same time, right? Start small, build up over time to kind of discover and experiment with what works for you. Now, for some more suggestions on habits for the mind, you can get the Work-Life Balance Handbook at uh, worklifehandbook.com. That's W-O-R-K-L-I-F-E-H-A-N-D-B-O-O-K.com. Now, if you have any questions that you want me to answer about this show or perhaps cover off in a future episode, I'll put a link in the show notes where you can submit your questions. I'll also put a link in the show notes where you can download the Work-Life Balance Handbook as well as my habit tracker to track your habits. 
Uh, make sure to subscribe to the Mindful Habits podcast inside your favorite app. Uh, I want to personally thank you for tuning in. I wish you well on your Mindful Habits journey. Until next time.